Welcome back to Words Accompanied by the Spirit. This is episode 160 entitled, I Am the Resurrection. To put this in perspective, I need to revisit my last blog. In this, a woman stated, God can only do so much. We are still on the boat It is barely 5 p.m. and about an hour ago I decided to go on deck after being in the room most of the day. This to me is divine intervention. My son had left a few moments before me and we met up as he was going to get food. While on deck, a tornado was spotted on the water. Many were unaware, still partying. Those who noticed were taking pictures and videos, including myself. I felt compelled to pray. God's hand was on me and I began to speak in tongues. Most remained fixated on what they were seeing. Feeling as if we should go to our rooms for cover, I told my son that we were leaving the deck. Many did not seem to comprehend that we were face to face with God and death. Only a few began to take cover and I do not know how many were enlightened to pray, seeking God's mercy. As I sit here, I realize that God is merciful, but at the same time, we are oblivious to his power. I happened to be reading in the book of John chapter 11. I began to wonder what was happening on this ship that would have brought such a cataclysmic judgment for those of us on board. I came to two conclusions. Both were impressed upon me by the Holy Ghost. Though it is written that Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he did not immediately rush to them when Lazarus was sick. Jesus knew exactly when Lazarus died. There were two reasons why he waited until Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. Number one, Jesus wanted his disciples to know that it is impossible to walk in darkness and fear while under the guidance of the Spirit. Number two, and that even though they walked with him daily and saw his glory, they still did not fully believe in him as Christ the Messiah. 
This day a miracle occurred, and it was confirmed by the word of the Lord. When Jesus heard this, he said, This sickness will not end in death, but on the contrary, it is for the glory and honor of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified by it. John chapter 11, verse 4 of the Amplified Version. The disciples still did not understand what was taking place. I want you to think and meditate on this for a moment. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9 of the King James Version. Because Asa did not believe in God's might even after it was revealed to him, he forfeited his peace. The Lord desires to show us his grace. He considers our hearts perfect towards him when we accept it. He desires us to believe in him. One of the main purposes for the recording of his miracles. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. John chapter 11, verses 14 through 15 of the King James Version. When speaking to Martha, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe in me, you will see the glory of God, the expression of of his excellence. John chapter 11 verse 40 of the Amplified Version. And again, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. John chapter 11, verses 41 through 42 of the King James Version. The first of the two of my conclusions, as explained above, is God's mercy. The second is that some will still refuse to believe. Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye believed not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep, as I said unto you. Now pay attention. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I am going to switch to the Amplified Version for a moment. 
and I give them eternal life and they will never ever by any means perish and no one will ever snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater and mightier than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. John chapter 10 verses 25 through 29. Do you understand? As that tornado was near, I understood how it is written. For the coming of the Son of Man, the Messiah, will be just like the days of Noah. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the very day when Noah entered the ark. And they did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them all away. So will the coming of the Son of Man be. Unexpected judgment. Matthew chapter 24 verses 37 through 39 of the Amplified Version. One of the most profound statements ever made is in these scriptures. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? John chapter 11 verses 24 through 26 of the King James Version. Did you get that? Jesus said, I am the resurrection. Let me follow this up with another powerful declaration. Because what I love, what excites me most, is my father's confidence in who he is. And why it should solidify our faith and trust in him. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Exodus chapter 3 verses 13 through 14 of the Amplified Version. The most perfectly succinct way to describe his omniscience and omnipresence so my prayer is that our spiritual eyes are and remain open and that our discernment is magnified. Because many take these last few scriptures lightly, but I ask that you heed the warnings. 
number one. Then Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, to separate those who believe in me from those who reject me, to declare judgment on those who choose to be separated from God, so that the sightless would see and those who see would become blind. John chapter 9, verse 39 of the Amplified Version. Read verses 40 to 41 to put it in perspective. Number two. And Jesus replied to them, It is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but only those who are sick. I did not come to call the self-proclaimed righteous who see no need to repent, but sinners to repentance, to change their old way of thinking, to turn from sin and to see God and his righteousness. Luke chapter 5 verses 31 through 32 of the Amplified Version. Because I see this arrogance often even when it is coming from within. And number three, therefore, they could not believe because that Isaiah said again, he hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts and be converted and I should heal them. John chapter 12, verses 39 through 40 of the King James Version. This is not of me, but of God, directed at the unrepentant, so that you understand. Let me give you the definition of self-proclaimed, giving yourself a particular name, title, etc., usually without any reason or proof that would cause other people to agree with you. Britannica.com Always coming from a place of love and in truth. Thank you for joining me here again at Words Accompanied by the Spirit. Thank you.